Okay, y'all, I am back. Oh, um, I'm not even going to do an intro because you're coming from the last one, hopefully. And, um, um, this is basically just a part two of my birthday wishes-ish, um, even though I'm not going to do anything. But, uh, a lot went down on my birthday. Sort of. Okay. Uh, to speak on to why I came back how I did and said what I said. Uh, life is innocent and it's wasted. And it can be wasted. And <clears throat> right before trying to say this and concentrate y'all right before I finished uh, my last podcast episode uh, I got news that old neighbor had passed and the way the neighbor had put it it was just it was just so much uh his voice so much hurt and um, the th one thing that caught my attention that he said is he said life how do you know how do you know that you'll get a chance to tell somebody goodbye or how you feel or that you love them even you can be standing in front of a person right now in seconds or even an hour later they can be gunned down they could die because of a heart attack they they can lose their breath and not regain strength <coughs> there's so many freak accidents of, of reasons it's time for a person to go. It's time for a person to go. So it hit me hard, mainly. It hit me harsh, mainly because I was talking about taking my first wish back and changing it. Um, even though I, I didn't want to do that, it's just I was saying I wanted love. Um, in the first place and if I could have one wish it's still my birthday currently you know so like 11 something ooh 11 11 um it's 11 11 y'all when I'm currently recording <laughs> um so it's still my birthday and uh, I just wanted the chance to say to get this out of my heart even though you know the details I <laughs> I don't know how this person would ever hear me but you know at least I let it out just in case um, I can never say on my end that I wasn't blatantly honest about the relationship and there's reasons of course I'm sure why 
I can't you haven't moved on. Um but I'll see. Never um I didn't get much of a chance. We only know him for about a year. And uh he was did really dirty on so to speak that I know of. Uh and the neighbor, one neighbor was to the neighbor that came to me and told me it was like I was just talking to this person and um, I went up to the hospital. He said he went up to the hospital with him today and he said he was feeling fine. He looked fine. He, you couldn't even tell that something was wrong with him. And I just think back over the last couple of months. Of, I just look fine. You know, people telling me that I'm crazy um, with what I'm going through and that I need to go to a mental hospital and can go back further. You listen to other recordings of where I'm talking about such. But this is not supposed to be a sad moment because I'm trying my best not to cry. Uh, life is so precious and for us to just wait and think that we have a moment to talk to a person or I'll do you know I'll put it off tomorrow or I'll say this or I'll wait is it's crazy because we don't know we don't know what people is going through we don't know what diseases or sicknesses is living inside of them cancers and like I said previously, there's no way impossible that one doctor or person can tell me that these sores just popped up by random. And I'm 100% completely healthy. Now, um, the fibroids was in question. Because at this current moment, I am healed. I claim healing. You know, it's the only thing that they, the test pulled up. And, um, yeah, still, people call to check on me, you know, like it's busy, and I, I understand that. I'm not blaming anybody. Um, I, Trust me when I say this, I'm not trying to put the blame on anybody, but why is it? And this just keeps coming to me repetitively for like the last over a year. Why is it that we wait until people are gone to forgive them, to tell them they were sorry, to try to have a relationship, to try to connect with them, to whatever. Why is it that we have to go to the funeral and see them, their lifeless body, just to tell them, I didn't have enough time. Well, maybe you did. You just didn't see the opportunity. You didn't see it a waste because you was too focused on something else. Your mind was too busy on the thought of what if, what if they laugh at me? What if? What if 
No, I got tomorrow. Oh no, I got tomorrow. Oh no, I got tomorrow. There's always next week, next month, next year. I got time. I can focus on my career. I can focus on this. That person ain't going through nothing. I just talked to him. Nine times out of ten, people are going through things in secret. And that's kind of how I am. Stubborn, unwilling, very much. But I don't like talking to people about my problems. That's why I don't understand why. I'm so relaxed and so comfortable just talking about this on my podcast because if in a case that more people come on here, it would be more embarrassing or I would feel more vulnerable and naked to share this story that I'm having trouble talking to people that are passing by. And though I'm not telling you all the details, I can't. Because one, I don't know what's going on with my body, with the pregnancy, I don't know. Two, I'm not going to get myself in a situation to where some people, they just take things too over the top and too serious. And their CPS and the police and, and, and people, people just don't understand. They really don't. If your health is at risk, why would a person call CPS if you're technically, clinically able, fully responsible, taking care of your children and doing what you're supposed to? But people don't see it like that. They would rather, and it's it's one thing that I don't get, why would you take it from a why would you take a child from an environment? Not saying that this is my life or not trying to speak this into existence. I'm buying that <clears throat> in Jesus' name, but why would you take a child from a stableish home to put them in child protective services where there's millions of children who get raped, abused, tortured, beat? All kinds of things. I know in my lifetime a handful of people who have been in state custody and whether they were adopted or not it's not an easy life going through that but people see that as an option and sometimes it has to be that way but most people don't know how to keep their mouth shut they, they, they just talk too much so as much as I get on here and cry and everything and talk, I got it. I have my children. I have my children back. I buy them clothes. I take care of them shoes. No, even though my energy is not there, it's harder to breathe sometimes. To continue, but I'm making it. And I don't need anybody coming to tell me well you should do this and you see fit to do this and <clears throat> you, you people just 
people I can't, I have no words for people. People don't think. But, um, back on the subject, I just went on a little rant. But life is precious. Why would we wait to tomorrow to say that we love a person? Um, that's why I tried to reach out and I, I kept making efforts to talk to my ex. Um, it's been like, it's, it's, it's like on my end, I'm making effort, and it's something that somebody said recently, and it just hit me and it hurt me because I was, there was like this person was telling me there was like when a man wants you he'll make effort to come see you to come talk to you to come etc and I've been wasting time staying stuck on this one person just because I felt that he, this person was different you know, not to say that <clears throat> my birthday wish couldn't come true because, you know, what else? Um, so, with life, how it is right now, I just have to ask myself the question, is it worth it? Um to continue to linger to continue to not work harder um I mean so what if I pass out you know at the job or whatever it, at least others would see fit that I'm taking care of my responsibilities right because I'm not telling them everything you know they would rather work me have me work a nine to five and then instead of pushing my business like I'm trying to and it's not even that because lately it's just been so distraction so many distractions so crazy but um I'm way off subject um, on my soapbox and everything but why wait until the person is dying or you can, you see their obituary and you see that they're no longer living that you say oh I wish I had more time I don't understand why I couldn't when time was there you had every opportunity to you just took what you could and pushed the subject and now that person's gone and it's left with a missing puzzle piece that happens in life. I feel that. I still feel that with my grandmother. Um, not that things were bad or anything. It's just I remember times of where I should have stayed in school, you know, when I left. Um, maybe I I would have been success, successful. And maybe made her happy, whatever. But um, we have to stop doing that. And we we never know when God's time is. We never know when a person's life uh, years have been stolen off a person's life. 
and life ain't fair. I'll tell you, life ain't fair. And you understand the spiritual aspects of things or you start learning about the spiritual aspects of things. And no, I'm not talking about witchcraft. No, I'm not talking about that kind of voodoo and all of that. <clears throat> I'm talking about the moments where because people's grandfathers, a witch or something, cast a hex on them and their grandfather Pat couldn't live past 46 and so the generation curse continued and now it's on them and they're on their year 43. You know, it, it's, it's so many things, certain things that I've learned that's just like mind-boggling in a sense that our father's fathers and then, and then being adopted, it makes that makes the situation totally out of control, totally worse. Because you have no idea what's coming, especially if you don't know your family. You don't know what your father's father's been up to. You don't know what the words your mother has spoken over your life. Saying her children will never be nothing. That they'll never amount to anything. Keeping you in a spiral. Being your possible siblings or whoever. But, um, I don't know, I got on this soapbox. Back to what Ply said. So this person told me that um, what he said was that the problem is when we get into relationships is that we want people, but we don't need them, right? And so I got to thinking because I was like, naturally normally I don't do this but I'm going to talk about my personal opinion and I know you're going to be like God what you talking about you've been vulnerable like for these past couple of months episodes yeah I know and I really don't understand why but there's purpose behind everything and um I won't say, well, I will say that the reason that I've been stuck on stupid for this one person is that I not only wanted him, I needed him. Like he served a purpose in my life. And when I say not to use him <clears throat> or abuse him, please don't take that out of context. What I'm saying is first time what drew me to him that's why i'm really questioning like is it worth it and this is talking about my ex that's in texas so if y'all don't like it y'all can click off please only bad reviews or comments goodbye here but <clears throat> i'm just having a heart to heart what drew me to this person was it's not just the attachment or the dream, rather. Okay. His face was huge. Mm. When I say my type, I mean my type. And I was not paying attention to him. 
let me say that much before that because I was so focused on my career and other things that was going on okay so stay with me stay stay tuned about that so when I met him it was like my religious um bylaws was just like slapping me in the face telling me you know you can't do this you can't do this you can't do this you can't do this and then you know other people's thoughts mirrored into this and then like, why is it and when love comes and I just heard this the other day y'all and I, I, this is why I'm letting this out, but I, I, I'm going to get to that. <clears throat> I let my religious um, self make me miss out on what, what love was. Not saying that he was perfect, because, ooh, he had some attitude. I ain't saying, you know, he had to be perfect, but... I wanted him to be that person so bad for me. Still do. Um, sometimes. <clears throat> um, I wanted him to be that person for me that uh, I could go to and like and for support. And it was just the way that we talked. I, I never. I, to my knowledge, y'all. I'm not trying to get over here and lie. I never connected with anybody like that. Ever. Um, a person has never um, made my spirit enlightened or give me so happy. But he was nerve wracking at the same time. <laughs> nah, I'll tell y'all why in a second. But he would just be around me. And I just got a spark of love, of encouragement, of enjoyment. And even though, like, I didn't want him to be there. I wanted him to be there, if that makes sense. Now, let me elaborate on this. Okay, I didn't want, because, like I said, it was it's two different worlds. He's Muslim, and I'm Christian. And though it's, 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 it's not the same, it's two different religions. And what I didn't ever want is to force him to choose or me, for that matter, um, just because of love. And that was the one of the nerve-wracking parts about it, him, was because his, his pride, you could tell, pride and unforgiveness, he was wearing that thing. And not to say, you know, like the point fingers or anything, because I was too, but... Um, I'm getting better. If that makes sense. Um, sorry y'all about the background noises. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that he, like I said, I'm not saying that he could be perfect. But it was just like, okay, for if for a Christian, you would understand this. For people who are not, um, you would say you're censors or 
uh, something just didn't feel right or tingling sensation, whatever. But it's discernment. And my discernment, I was just like, Beep, 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 And every time, well, not every time, but it would go off. It was, it would be like spot on. And it's not, it's not a bad thing. You know, I'm not calling this person bad. I would never, because I feel so much love from this individual. I felt, felt so much love in it. You know, I hate that he's in Texas, but life continues, life goes on. Um, here's the tricky part about discernment is you can be right. Your discernment can be right, but it can be wrong. It can be off. Let me explain now to those Christian individuals. When you pick up something on something of a person and you say, say, say this person is dealing with unforgiveness, you don't know or understand how God operates. The Bible clearly states that he'll leave the 99 and go to the one, right? And though that is correct, you don't know what that one is dealing with or how Let's just say how God operates, okay? Because it's, it's a mystery in itself. Like, people people don't understand who Jesus is and why he died up on the cross. You know, I still don't. It's still a mystery. I was just having a thought about that the other day. But um, let's back it up. Uh, Jesus died on the cross for our sins, correct? Why? There's murderers. There's rapists, there's child, you know, I, I looked at all of these FBI type of shows and I, and I know these are all fiction and imaginative, but in some way of life, they're real. There's police and FBI agents out there for a reason, you know, chasing people like this who find bodies mutilated and children beat up, bruised, and It's like God loves these people. You know? You know, on the cross for that. It's, it's just a mystery. So, um, I know I'm, I'm jumping all in which place, but I'm trying to bring it back. Um, I'm just trying to explain how I now know and the knowledge. Like, even if you pick up something or, or a certain thing off of a person... You can misjudge them. Um, that's not very Christianly, Christian-like, and I notice most people, Christians maybe, judge others um, based off of their appearance and what they look like, and. I'm going to just leave that there because I'm, I'm getting too much off subject. But I never felt too much love. I, I never felt so much love from another person, another guy. So I wanted him to be that person. And I, I 
and needed him to be that final piece because it was just like certain parts was just like connecting and it was just like so what if there's missing connections especially after the dreams start happening and things that we never have a conversation about like I would literally remember a dream from two years ago or three years ago that I had about nowhere over where say quote unquote I was talking to a guy and the guy said yeah hey I like music and this is what calms me down he would come to the exact same thing um ironic right it's it's very intriguing I was drawn to him but um in a certain instance even though I wanted it and needed him to be that person I I doubt it rather and I pushed or I tried to push um away his love not him per se if that makes sense I tried to push away his love like I tried to turn my face to everything that I saw I was like no no this isn't wasn't it, it this isn't what is supposed to be even though it was like it was weird because every time I would turn left I would be attached or or grown to him even in the, the latter days when he didn't really come around as much. It hurt because I was just like, this is not how it's supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to be madly in love and so and so. And I'm supposed to be married quickly. And, and I just, I went down this list of um, you know, the prophetic words and what I heard, y'all, I'm going to post it on TikTok so y'all can hear it uh, in bits and pieces, but what I heard was we're so attuned to the church, women and men alike, um, that we miss out on what God brings and what God brings it may seem confusing because they may look like our ex or similar to it they may have attributes um, in their past uh, like they may they, they may have been in jail like our ex or they, they may have been abusive like another person but God promises you know that this person is it and it's like, what? So, what we'll do is we'll quickly judge them like, nope, you smoke. Nope, you cuss. Nope, you do this. Nope, you do that. That ain't godly. Nope, nope, nope. I've been in church. Nope, nope, nope. All these spirits. Nope, nope, nope. Uh-uh. So, we'll miss out on what God has for us. And sometimes that we that's how he He serves us on the platter. He, he brings us to people and we're not perfect and it's our job to help build and mold them to be the light correct right 
And so, instead of being the light, we're being the gossiper, talking about them. Not saying that that was my situation, but I'm saying, like, that's how we do with friendships and businesses and sometimes relationships. Oh, you know, that person has a past. And we don't have that individual's back. When, quote unquote, there's no guarantee. Let me, let me say this, you know, for the people that's in the back. It's no guarantee that that person is going to live long. So you're wasting time and years that you could be happy with this individual. Settling is one thing. But when you can see past the settling because that person's changes or the the difference with me is I'm not the same person as I was yesterday, meaning that every day I'm trying to get up and change. And with my health being whatever, which I have to give you an update on it. Um, so with my health being like it is, um, if there's no answers, I don't trust doctors. If you come to me with a PhD and say, oh yeah, you have itchs and blah, 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 and all you have to do is drink red, I won't believe it. I'm going to need to see some proof, first of all. Second of all, no, no, that should be second, first of all. Um... Christ died on the cross with me, so therefore I'm healed. So therefore my body is healed. So I'll, it, I don't have to worry about that. Okay? <clears throat> and then second of all, let, let me see what you talk. Because there's no way that two years have gone by. No baby. No proof. Hospital records. All clear. Say the same thing. Even while there was a possibility. I just. I don't. I, I can't put my trust in men. As far as I can throw them. And if God tells me that I am healed. Even though I maybe have some waver of faith y'all. I, I, I'd be better on his side. I'm sorry. I'd, I'd be better on the women's side. And I'm really not sorry about that. That's that's. that's if I'm healed in Jesus' name, <clears throat> I'm, I'm taking it and I'm leaving it. Don't please don't jump on my post and say uh, anything different because it ain't, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. But I've learned that certain instances that I've gone through, how could it be? How could it be anybody else? But Jesus, but God himself talking to me, telling me to forgive, to heal myself, to take care of myself, telling me that I'm beautiful when I even, when I don't feel like that, even before I, I knew some of the root of why I didn't feel beautiful because of other people's opinions and their conversations and of course my situation 
just it's weird. But we take advantage of people. We do. We take advantage of people so much. I know, I know I do it myself because lately I've been on this thing of where I try to take time out for myself. And I'm such a people pleaser. I help everybody. This is to those people pleasers that's out there. If you don't stop trying to people please and think of what other people want instead of making yourself happy, you're going to people please your life to death. Let me make sense of that. You do everything for everybody else. Kind-heartedness, willingness, okay, understandable. Be kind to one another. Be gracious. That's what the Bible says. But if you don't stand up for yourself, people will run over you. And more than likely, no matter what age you are, people have been running over you. So you have to take back your time. You have to take back your precious moments. And sometimes I just sit here when people calling my name. They ask me to do stuff, and I'm like, I can't. They get mad or whatever. But I want time to myself. I can't, if I can't sit here and collect my thoughts, and I'm not talking about my children, they're, they're, they're a little bit more defenseless than these grown folks, these older folks, these people, but, I mean, even children, sometimes you have to, yeah, you gotta set boundaries, um, which is, which is what I'm trying to do, but it's just like, you have to be, you have to think about yourself, whether it's go get your nails done, clean you out of closet rather find you a closet clean you out of closet put some snacks up in there figure out how to lock the door and hide yourself in the closet turn the light on watch movies you hear knocking you don't hear no knocking nobody's knocking nobody's knocking <laughs> you can go away you can come back and however long, whatever, set your limit, your time, have your time for yourself, be yourself, life is too short, I am a double digit, and I look back and all I did was accomplish was hardly anything because of fear, People pleasing uh, or anything. Thinking that I had time. Life waits for nobody. Like right now, I started this podcast at what, 11 something? It's 11.48. That's a whole, what, 30 minutes that I've wasted and gone by and sat here and talked about my life right I don't want to say wasted because there's purpose here, you know? Even if, you know, my podcast go anywhere, 
if it helps just one person, one, one single person, you know, so be it. But uh, back to this relationship thing, I know I keep jumping back and forth. But back to this relationship thing, we we don't we want individuals, but we don't need them, and we don't find a necessity of them in our lives. Do we need them to make us happy? Do they help? And are are they beneficiary? Are what are the benefactors? Blah blah blah. What are the factors of why you want this person in your life? You make a list. Did they make you happy? Did they beg you for anything? Were they like any of the other people that are in your past that you know were toxic? And even if you don't know they were toxic, they were toxic. They keep pulling on you. They We're not going to say no names. Because some people you can't help. Like parents. When they get up to an early age, some people, that's just the God above prayers and that's it. Um, That's one thing that I noticed with the older generation. They they sometimes get stuck in their way of thinking. And I don't want to be like that with me like halfway in the bridge um God promises life love abundance health joy and I'm looking forward to that but in the meantime I am trying to figure out my worth is it wasting time for an individual who doesn't want to come back is it wasting time for um trying to live and do things sporadically at the moment because who's going to guarantee that once I go to sleep that I'm going to wake up what have my life what have my life been am I married um quote unquote I quote unquote I'm single I there's yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Um, the children. And I'm happy that my children are halfway. But I wanted more. I, I had plans for my life. I, not the white picket fence, but I, I want a farm and a marriage uh, with a family. And your health to have you can raise some questions, you know. It'll give you that wake up call that you need to push further. Um, but I'm gonna end this because I'm just I, I keep going all over the place. What I did for the last couple of episodes, I'm not gonna do for this one. I'm not gonna cry out, even though I feel my nose tingling. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. Um,
Yeah, be grateful. Be grateful for life. Even if you're you're miserable for whatever reason, because let's face it, things happen. Find something to be grateful for. A person, place, thing, rather. Sometimes we attach ourselves to people that are good people, like necessarily good people, and they make mistakes. So we try our best to run from them because we've been hurt in the past. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother subject. A whole nother subject. We run from people, good people. Good people who really would love us. We run from them. Shut the door in their faces. Say mean things to them. Be the most aggressive with them. All they want to do is love us. Something like I was trying to mimic with my ex, but it was just something missing. Because everything that I, I wanted or I thought I wanted or I saw wasn't there. I made excuses. And, uh, yep. So now I have to move forward. I'll try my best to move forward. And that's not in relationship, that's in life. As I told y'all, I don't see myself getting with anybody else right now. My children are most important. Um, If I could, I would pick up the pieces with that person and from Texas and um, live. Try my best to live for however long possible I have left. Because who is to know? I literally went from standing up for hours when I first started this podcast back in October. We're in July, so we're, what, three months out? August, September, October, three months out from my year where I started my podcast and now I cannot stand up for that long and record. Ironic, huh? Tomorrow, who knows what happened and then not to sound depressing or anything, but it's just, just like that. Life can be taken and stolen from you and no matter what happens, you can't get it back. So, apologize to people Forgive them, love them, even if it's from a distance. I'm not saying take all your exes back, because, Lord, the last, okay, I got, I've been with three guys in the last decade. The last one, not so much, but the two before that, I just need an eraser, just racing thing I'm, I'm not saying like you know their whole existence I'm not I'm, 
I just need like a magic eraser. Just I love my children, but that was never the plan. I wanted all of my children to be born by the same guy. But I'm off this soapbox, y'all. Y'all be happy. Y'all love each other. Y'all forgive because tomorrow is not guaranteed. It's not promised. And that person that you're sitting there judging that you halfway loving could be your best beneficiary. But you still on the opposite side. And who's to say that they gonna wake up tomorrow? Or even you? Or tonight? 